morning morning and welcome to the drive uh, it is october 25th on a wednesday and right october 25th yeah and uh last night flew in to new orleans drove a couple hours back home so yesterday was a travel day flight left at 6 a.m from lax and uh so woke up at four my wife dropped me off and everything was good the flight was smooth they're staying another few days but i am at home and uh i slept in so hence it being 9 28 a.m i slept until like 7 30 woke up read drank two cups of coffee and i'm working on my third because today is a rest and study day got uh church tonight so um going to the gym right now gonna clean up and study and do a little bit more rest and i should be all good um you know you have to catch up sometimes on rest right so um I tried to sleep on the plane, but I just, I, I kind of do, but not, you know how it is, most of you. <laughs> You're not really. I, I tried, but I kind of dozed off a couple times, but um, got home and I was fighting taking a nap because I'm like, you know what, I want to sleep through the night, so I'm not going to nap. So um, got a good night's sleep, praise the Lord. I'm praying for my girls as they're continuing their time in, uh, actually they went to Bakersfield to see their other sister and family and so uh, they drove a couple hours yesterday uh, so I know they're having a blessed time but I already miss them I already miss them it's been half a day so but I can't wait to see them I'm picking them up in New Orleans late night on Friday uh, so already excited to see them but I'm excited also to see my church family tonight since it's been a week that I've been gone it's only a week but when you're away from family who you love um, it's always good to, to come home for sure uh, someone asked me, do you miss it here? I was like, um, I miss you guys. I miss the food. Uh, do I miss living here? No. <laughs> I love where God has has led us in uh, to the deep south, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. I love it here so much. love raising my kids here. love living life here. love the people here. Because God grows a heart um, as he leads you and things change. You know, he really changes our heart um, in awesome ways. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, this feels like home. I, I got home yesterday and I'm like, oh, it's so good to be home. So good to be here. Um, but God is on the move. Anyway, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, uh, Paul the Apostle says, And you made, and he made alive. You who are dead in trespasses and sins, and which which you watch, la, la, la. oh my gosh! Let me try that again. I'm still waking up. Okay, give me a break. <laughs> Ephesians two one and two, and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. All right. I am pulling out of my driveway and I am paying attention. Yes, I'm tired, but when I record these, I do not look down. I just hold my phone and look straight ahead. So don't worry. It's all good. Um, in, which, in which you once walked. So essentially, like the, when I was in the world, when I wasn't following Jesus, when I was just living life according to the world's ways, I was walking in the way of the enemy. <laughs> now... When I was in that place, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I didn't know I was 
conforming to the ways of a crooked culture or that the enemy was influencing my life to keep me away from the things of God. Like, I just, I didn't know because I was, I was just ignorant. I didn't know the gospel. I didn't really know what life was about. I didn't know when I said I am a Christian, I didn't, I had no clue what that meant because people would ask, oh, what, what, uh, what religion are you? Really? I'm, I'm Christian, I guess. <laughs> but I had no clue what that meant. I was walking in the ways of the world and the enemy. I was dead in my sins. I was living for the weekends. I was living to sin. You know? Now people in the world don't think that way. They're not like, you know what? I'm going to just, I can't wait for all the debauchery that's going to happen this weekend. You know, I can't wait to just sin like crazy. You don't talk like that. You know, they they mask the speech with, oh, just, let's have fun, let's party. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome, you know? And they get wasted and they'll remember what happened. You know, that kind of was my life before Christ. I was definitely dead in my in my transgressions. Right? I willingly sinned and I just didn't care. And so I was lost. I was lost. But then the Lord brings people in your life to shine their light of Christ and to talk about the gospel and to share the truth and to help you in that way to see. I'm so thankful for that. You know, these verses remind me of uh, just baptism. You know, the, the picture, the symbolic picture there of going under the water. You were dead in your sins, right? Old man is dead. It is no, he is no longer. She is no longer. He's dead in the water, in the grave, if you will. And then you're raised up in baptism, which means you're now alive in Christ, right? You have new life. Like John, like Jesus said in John 3, you walked into the light so that your deeds may be exposed. So you realize who you actually are when you accept Christ, when you repent, when the Holy Spirit convicts you before conversion and you say, I was wrong. <laughs> I'm not living right. I'm not walking right. I'm not thinking right. And so you recognize the state of your own heart. That's a big step for people. To recognize that the heart is wicked only. Who can know it, right? Jeremiah 17, 9. But then, those old ways die. The old man dies. And you have new life in Christ. And now you're free. You're alive. You can see clearly. You know the goal and the purpose of life. There's a contrast. It's not just like, oh yeah, I add this Christian thing. I add Jesus to the way I already live and I'm fine. That's, that's cultural Christianity. That's not genuine. That's not a genuine Christ follower, right? And so I love this because Paul really just gives a contrast there. Here's how you were. You, you walked according to the course of the world. You were influenced by the things of the world that are totally and completely and utterly ungodly. And you're not like that anymore. Because what God does is He refines us. He changes us. He helps to open our ears and our eyes 
so that we can realize, wait a second, I've been living for all the wrong things. I've been living for myself. I've been influenced by those around me rather than being an influence for the Lord. Like, you're so different, right? And that's a great testimony, you guys, when someone goes, you're different. <laughs> you're not the same as you, you once were. When I first started walking with Jesus, I got that a lot because my friends were used to me and how I was. And they, they saw a change. And so they would be like, wow. And, and some of them, they're like, you're different. Wow, that's, that's awesome. You're not into those things. Other friends were like, wow, you're different. What's wrong with you? <laughs> because they were still walking in the way of the world, the course of the world. They were still walking in darkness and didn't want to come to the light. So they felt convicted. Even being around me. Even when I didn't talk about Jesus, even when I didn't talk about the Word of God, I just hanging out with them, they knew what I believed, they knew where I stood, they knew I was walking in the faith, and so they felt convicted just being around me. So that's why a lot of them kind of cut you off, like, I, I don't want to be, you know, I want to hang out with people that do, you know, the bad things I do, so I don't feel so guilty. But you want to stand out, right? Peter says we're, we'll, we are peculiar, that's a hard word for me to say, peculiar. We are different. We are strangers in this land, you know. We're not, we don't conform to the culture. We don't conform to the ways and the course of this world. We were transformed and now we're different. Now we stand out. And we don't stand out for ourselves. We don't stand out to go, ooh, look how holy I am now. Look at how just perfect it, no. We stand out and now we're like, man, I was once dead. I was once living for the wrong things. I wasn't living for the Lord. I was living for myself and the result was horrible. But then the Lord rescued me, pulled me out of that miry clay, that quicksand of the world, the dirt of the world. He pulled me out. He set me upon the rock. Thank you, Lord. Do I still mess up? Am I still faulty? Absolutely. That's why I know I need the Lord Jesus. I know I need him. It's not an option. He's not an option. He's a necessity. And so I cling to Him and I'm not independent anymore. Praise the Lord, I'm dependent upon Him. I still mess up, but you know what? I'm not who I used to be. God is changing and refining me. And it's a blessing. It's amazing. And so we get to have that testimony, right? Here's how I was and here's how I am now. I'm not fully who God wants me to be, but He is working on me. He is working on me. I remember a long time ago, one of my pastor friends who sort of like uh, kind of trained me up. He's like, if someone criticizes you, don't criticize them back. Which is obvious, right? It's biblical. Don't. But he's like, if someone kind of critiques or criticizes you, just say, well, thanks for your input. And Lord's still working on me. Pray for me. I love that. <laughs> That's such a good response. Because you're like, yeah, I'm totally imperfect. Still growing, just like you. So praise the Lord. I'm so glad. I mean, think about the fact that He rescued you from you. He rescued you from the enemy. He rescued you from running with this world in the way that it's going, which it's not going to... <laughs> not, they're not going towards the Lord, right? They're going away from the Lord. They want to eradicate the Lord in order that they can stay in the dark and sin as much as they want. But the problem is they're miserable. They're alone. They're empty. 
and they're searching in all the wrong places for fulfillment, right? And so what a good reminder from Paul to the Ephesian church. This is how you used to be, but this is who and how the Lord made you now. Like he's working on your heart, on your life. Recognize that, you know, and I think recognizing that we realize how good God is, how grace filled he is, how he extends mercy to those who repent and come to him. How amazing is he, right? He is so good. So anyway, just a short encouragement, guys, from Ephesians 2, 1 and 2. God bless you. Hey, I hope you have an amazing Wednesday day and a Wednesday night, and uh, we'll talk to you guys in the morning.